Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and in this episode, it's where I sort of react to various industry news or things that are happening in the industry. And this week in particular, I wanted to focus on fan-supported models, subscription models, if you will. So things like Patreon, um, YouTube now has like Super Chat, and there's various other kind of ways to um, for fan support models to work. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I've been I haven't really done one of my own. Like I do have a Patreon, but uh, but I don't right now. There, I don't feel like I'm adding enough value to really justify and so forth. So I've kind of it's just there, but I've sort of abandoned it. Um, and I've seen a lot of people get into the Patreon space or the fan supported space. Um, and, you know, I feel like it's a great way for artists to monetize and also be their own bosses. So that way they don't have to rely on like their musician, a uh, major music label or so forth. But what's, you know, uh, for example, Neil Gaiman's wife, Amanda Palmer, she's a wonderful musician and uses this model. And, um, you know, she makes a living doing it and she plays for a lot of fans. She gets to go to various places. It's, it's, it's fun. But it got me, you know, I, I've been kind of thinking about it. Like, what, what are the ones that work and what are the ones that don't? And... The reason why this is on my mind in particular now and why I'm talking about it is because Tim Ferriss came out with uh, a blog post about his experience with the fan support model and he actually failed at it. So people find success and, and you know, sometimes it doesn't work. And, but what's interesting about Tim Ferriss is that he has a large following. So you would think a fan support model for him would work. The, the reason why he went about it was because curating ads the way he does it because he wants to be truly as authentic as he can, not, not have ads that, that he wouldn't get behind. He, because the curation process it took, it, it, it was just taking too long. And so he was like, you know what, Let me, what, if, what if we eliminated ads, maybe fans would want that. And that way he could do some bonus content and, and essentially save time but still make the same money. And in the experiment that he ran, this was a disaster. Within like a short amount of time, he cut off this idea that he was going to do a fan-supported model. And it, it's kind of interesting to learn. There, there's a great email that he that he points to from a fan that said, "Hey, listen. First off, I like the ads that you run because they are so curated. I I get the ability to discover products that I don't think otherwise I would have." You know, one of the benefits of Tim Ferriss is that he's an experimenter. And so he tries things that he then recommends to his audience, whether it is through his like advertisements and paid products or just, just things in general through the show and so forth. So that's the cool aspect about Tim, which may or may not be very specific to him per se. And, you know, the other like that fan was not the only one that felt that way. The other aspect of it being, you know, when you have a successful podcast like Tim's, the fans are looking, well, you know, I'd love to support you and things like that. But for me, I'd rather support it by buying the stuff that, that, that you are advertising or just listening to the advertisements in general because, you know, the way you're getting paid is by a company who can afford that versus me who, who can't. And I thought that was a very interesting uh, notion to it. 
because I do look at it like the more fan subscription models that that not models but like the more people that that are on these fan subscription model type things you know eventually is the bubble gonna burst you know we money it's something that everyone struggles with <laughs> you know and like think about just all the things that you're probably paying for in your life like whether it be hulu amazon prime netflix disney plus now you know all these things that you know that adds up and th those are things like those are highly uh, professional is not the right word but those but those th those are services with with venture capital behind them they're big entities and if all of a sudden that's financially draining you, how are you going to support all the people that you truly want? And, you know, there, what I love about the fan subscription model is that there's a goodwill. Like you're like, Oh, I like this person. So I'm going to keep supporting them. And it's going directly to the artist's pocket. Um, but yeah, it's just something I worry about, like how sustainable can it be in the long run and what's the right way to go about it? I, I always look at it. Like if I ever did something along those lines, I think it, for me, it would have to be project based because, um, because to just have, you know, something that like people just pay and, you know, like for example, with this content that I'm putting out right now, like maybe not this specific thing right here, but in general, the stuff that I put out, you know, would I want to have people pay me for that necessarily? I don't, I don't think so because I, I, I'd be doing it anyway because I have for me, I, I think like... I know certain things. I think we all do, by the way, and it's worthwhile to share with the world. Like, um, you know, open source coding is a tech term where people sh freely share the code of their software. And I kind of look at things, life in that same way. It, you know, I'm why why shouldn't I share things that I've learned when people have shared their stuff with me? You know, every. And that goes down to even like people writing the books that they've written, writing blogs or whatever else. Like they're freely sharing their ideas that I and I benefit from those things. So why, why shouldn't I do the same? So I think for me, it would be much more on a project base. Like if I wanted to do a big project, like a movie, something along those lines, or I don't know, maybe I got into music and wanted to write an album and, and whatever else. So I don't know. That That's how I see it in terms of me personally um and yeah i mean i know i'm kind of just meandering about this it's because i a i don't have experience with it myself but i am at trying to ask these various questions and also i'm trying to study it and so in essence i'm wondering from you what is your what is your experience with fan models like both in terms of if you've done them or you're on the other side where you are supporting what do you feel like works what do you feel like doesn't work um and none of this is to say because i want to like start my own version of this but i am curious because I, I think this is a big wave of it and you know what's interesting to me like you know so like looking at tim ferris again he is this celebrity for, uh, you know let's just say he is certainly his podcast is very popular and so as more celebrities kind of get into this space, I know I know a couple of big celebrities that are now doing like fan subscription models. And I, I wonder about that specifically because does that feel inauthentic? Like, oh, well, they're asking like they're already rich. Why can't somebody just pay for them? 
why am I the person that needs to pay for them to put out their, their stuff? Um, and that's kind of interesting to me, especially because let's say you're someone that is starting off and who could use the money. At what point do you get to a level where, you know, you've reached that threshold of like, you know what, it's, it's not right for me to ask for money through my fans when, when I know I can get it from other means, you know? Um, I think that's a very interesting notion. And I think, I think we're going to see that in, in the coming years. Um, and yeah, you know, I, 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 I think, I don't know, ultimately I don't have a thing, but I do think like eventually like just having mugs and t-shirts and so forth. I, I think as, as things evolve, the, the, the creators themselves will need to deliver a lot to their patrons in order for that to be justified. And, and you know, one of the ways I think experiential content, um, meaning where, where people, you know, come and there's an actual event and so forth, I think that that's going to be certainly part of it in terms of what you're going to have to give back if you're a content creator. But anyway, these, <laughs> if nothing else, these are just my insane ramblings about fan subscription models. But like I said, I just, with this, it's been on my mind. I wanted to open up the door to discuss this. And hopefully, if nothing else, I've, I've engaged you in this conversation. Please comment and let's continue talking further because I would love to, you know, <laughs> talk about it further. Anyway, I'm at Phil Svitek on social media. If you haven't already subscribed to my stuff, I would encourage you to do so. That way uh, you get more more coherent ramblings than this. I promise this is my most kind of meandering uh, thing that I've put out in a while. But anyway, thanks for joining me. I hope to see you next time.